Hi, this is Mike from the Steamrollers Adventure Podcast. And this is Robbie, his automaton sidekick. You are listening to the Dicey D20 Podcast. An awesome show, not like bullshit we do. Boys, don't be mean. Is mean to say Dicey D20 show is fucking awesome? Yeah, well, you shit on our show. Oh, I didn't realize you were into that kind of thing, Porky. Oh, that does it. I'm not winding you up tomorrow. Good. I don't um, want you to touch And now back to the Dicey D20. Hehe. <laughs> uh, yay, adventure! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Dicey D20. My name is Noah, Dungeon Master, and I am joined here by our players. We are joined by Tyson McKay. Tyson, how's it going, my friend? Going pretty good. Got two horses. One of them I love, one of them I hate. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I guess we're all in the dark about which one you hate for sure. (laughs) Moving right along. Fievel, Mazentrov, Fievel, you took all your evolution points out of Luck Luck, and you're now pouring them into Chomper. How does that feel? Pretty good. Uh, feel right? He's just got to yeah. grow up a bit before I can infuse him with some more lethal stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I really do want to know how the, the listeners took you wanting to turn him into a huge drake when he was a, a day old. infant. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, let us know how you feel about that decision, guys. Whether you feel like Fievel should have just thrown caution to the wind and given massive size and strength and and killing power to an infant. Um, you know, let us know in the comments how you feel about that. Rogar Ragnak, the Mother Teresa of the team. How's it going, my friend? Going good. I, I miss Wolfhelm already. Mm. We stepped two feet out of the door. <laughs> I need to go back. You are two feet on the road. I'm, I'm turning back. <laughs> Gone too far. And Gregory the Warforged. How's it going, my friend? Well, you know... I- Doing all right, you know, feeling pretty good. Leveled up, so... Leveled up, leveled up. Just just a little stronger. We will get to level ups in just a second, but first, Double Dob Dop It, how are you? I'm excited to hit the road. Excited, yeah. 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 This is, this is where you shine. This Out on the road in the lawless, the lawless roads. Yeah, exactly. Where no laws apply. Yeah. Yeah. Precisely. You find a bandit, you execute him. <laughs> yeah, execute him. <laughs> you, find, you find a wary traveler, you execute him. <laughs> you do whatever you'd like. Okay. Uh, starting off with the level ups, do we have any other level ups besides Gregory the Warforged? I might. Okay, well, this is something that you need yeah. to know. I don't think I did. What, what are you at? 76. <laughs> 76? Me Gregory, too. What are you at? Nice. Uh, I just passed the, the 48 level up. Okay. Level 9. Okay. Cool. Lame. Uh, uh. Yeah, I believe 76 is not. I believe it's 84. It's 84. So, For 11? Yeah. I thought it was like 78 or something. No, I think it's 84. I'm actually 100% certain that it's 84. Although we could convince uh, so Noah. <laughs> you can convince it. the horse, Noah, that it's uh, <laughs> 76. Noah, I'm a level 20. Nay! <laughs> 85. 85. Okay, 85,000. So I was 1,000 off. I was in your favor. 1,000 off. Okay, Gregory the Warforged, you want to tell us about your tell us about your level up? Yeah, so I get uh, a feat called Lawless Stance. Nice. And basically, I, I just have this uncanny uh, stance. This it's, flawless stance, some yeah, would say. Yeah, it's been, I would say it's fabulous. been refined over years, hundreds of years of fighting, some mm. would say. It's just really hard to fight. Okay. So, But what does that mean mechanic-wise? Mechanic-wise, it means that anything I can see or hear rolls a disadvantage when attacking me. That's pretty fucking That's nasty. Pretty oh, what yeah, about when yeah, kissing nasty? It's good. And then... Uh, <laughs> Every every now and then, no I uh, I get to counter attack one of the, the missed attacks. Yeah. Okay, so they're always rolling at disadvantage. Someone misses you, and you can choose to counter attack. Yeah. Not not 
an unlimited number of times. No, definitely no, no. no. Just how just many times? A few times, you know, here and there. Just a, what do you mean, just a few times? You know, you know, a few times a day. Who's counting the few times, and how how do we determine how many times? It's uh, equal to my strength modifier. Okay, so what's your strength modifier? Uh, right now, it's you know, it's a nice plus four. Okay, so four times every day you mm-hmm. can counterattack when someone misses you. Yeah, for that's everybody pretty, counting pretty at home. Sick. Yeah, pretty nasty. Well, you know, some people, you know, they take it seriously. They might. Yeah. I take it seriously. So you know, we need to know these things. Mm-hmm. Well, that's dope. And did you, did you take some extra health? Did yes, you have I a, did. You have a good roll, or did you take a, a solid, or what did you do? No, I took the I took the guaranteed. Oh gosh, yeah. wow! It was boring, but I, but I needed it. Yeah, Gets super up to a lame. nice number. Nice. Okay, fair enough. Cool. Super lame. All right, uh, that concludes level ups, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, do we have any questions from our players? Questions, comments, or concerns? No, I just want to level up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to kill shit, eat sausages, and level up. Okay. So, a comment then. There are, like any, <laughs> there are any weapons around? <laughs> oh, ooh, shut up, Gregory. <laughs> uh, plus 100 experience points, I love it. Level up. Good job, Tyson. Okay, gentlemen, you have quite literally just stepped outside the door on horseback out of the gates of Ryberry, and you are now on the trade road, a road which runs down southwards, eventually leading to the coast and towards Malvista. You have a 300-league journey ahead of you, roughly 1,700 kilometers. But at a steady ride each day, you guys should be able to cover this ground. Believe it or not, I spent a fair amount of time looking up how fast horses travel and how fast riders at a good pace travel on horseback. Okay, The consensus was that on horseback, someone at, like, not, not like a gallop, not like a full sprint, could travel like 60 kilometers a day on horseback given like an 8 to 10 hour day. I scaled it back, so you guys only have to travel like 50 kilometers a day. Um, So I wanted to be conservative, because I was like, really, 60 kilometers? That seemed like a lot to me. But that being said, horses are a lot, and they have a lot more endurance than humans, and you guys are obviously moving a lot faster. So the math actually checks out on this one. One inspiration point for me. Okay. Amen. So you guys... (laughs) What if I keep switching between horses? (laughs) That's going to take time, but I, I can't see you doing it enough to... Also, the... Noah's the pack horse, so I mean... You're right, I can't ride that. Have to switch stuff over. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, gentlemen. So you guys are currently on the road. Does anyone like have anything they want to do? Does anyone play a musical instrument, or are you guys just you know kind of kind of riding forward? I bang rocks. Uh, the only musical intru- instrument that I play is my uh, little pipe. Your smoking pipe. <laughs> yeah, my, my, okay, so not an instrument. <laughs> That's fine. Lay on my horse. Lay on your horse? Yeah. Like on your... Front or on your back? Probably on my back. I don't think you can do that. Why? Especially not while you're riding. I mean, how are you going to stay on the horse? I hold on to the reins, man. I don't know, man. Dude, I'm little. The ass of the horse just holding on to the reins. Can I lay forward then? Yeah, you can lay forward. I think people sleep on horses all the time. Your horse is just going to follow the other horses. I'll do that and eat sausages. Wait, Dabble Dub, why don't you just just get a bag big enough that holds you and then hang it off the side? Like a hammock. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be underneath the horse. Oh. That's a bad place to be. <laughs> is, your, is your head at the chest end or the dick end? I hope it's a female. <laughs> I hope it's it a is female. a female horse. Uh, Shasta. I, I might change that name still. Okay, but right now you're eating sausages and lying on your horse. Yeah. Okay, you know, I'm, I'm too exhausted to even deal with that right now. So <laughs> you can do whatever the fuck you want. All right, gentlemen. Uh, as we know with D&D, as you guys are all experienced players... 
300 leagues of travel. It's going to go by in a blink of an eye. 10 minutes. And, uh, We're there. And, you know, a conversation which would last 10 minutes is going to go on for, you know, like an hour. So uh, you guys uh, continue to ride. Riding south along the trade road, you do not find many travelers or interactions along the way, especially not being wintertime. You know, highway banditing is more of a summertime activity. Fun for the whole family. You grab a pack. Where yeah, are exactly. They? Give me what's in the cart. <laughs> That's how you do it, son. Um, unlike the summertime, the wintertime is it's a lot more weary travelers. And so when you do meet someone, most of the time they've got lots of furs and clothing on. They're either on foot or on horseback, trudging through the snow. And there's not many words uh, exchanged. And uh, oftentimes very... And Dabbledob kills every single one we see. Amen to that. <laughs> okay, so then you haven't seen anyone. <laughs> I lied. After about a week's worth of riding, you know, you, you guys are, are getting into the rhythm of things. Setting up camp for the night, you know, clearing the snow away to make a fire. Beating more forged on sentry every night. These things are, are becoming uh, common. Fievel, your bouncing baby boy, Chomper, grows at uh, quite, quite, quite a rate. Oh. Um, after about the first week of travel, he has nearly doubled in length. Oh, wow. He's about four and a half feet long, and with constant feeding both from Dabbledob's smelly sausages and uh, from squirrels and other types of rodents, which he seems to enjoy finding along the road, he has grown to nearly 100 pounds. Oh. Holy <laughs> shit. He's like double your size. <laughs> He's he a is. big boy. <laughs> okay. Has he learned to fly? Is he using those wings? He uh, is experimental with the wings. The wings do hold his, his weight, which is great. They seem to have, uh, have almost doubled in width as well. Um, he does enjoy, it seems, flying more than he does walking along. You know, drakes on their own without wings aren't so, like, they're not marathon runners. You know what I mean? They're more like sprinters. So, uh, so yeah, he takes advantage of the wings whenever he can. Lazy fuck. Yeah, but he doesn't fly super high up in the air. He seems to, like, glide up just above the tree line. Uh, seems very, very, um, not protective, but, um, what's the right word? He's bonded with Fievel, right? So he seems to always want to stay close to, to where Fievel is. Are you going to train him yet? Like, teach him to sit and that kind of thing? Sit. sit. <laughs> Roll over. Shake a paw. Talon, but yeah. Play dead. <laughs> Play dead. Yeah, there'll be a time. Mm -hmm. to be doing yeah, well on sure. his own. All right. Uh, the weather along the journey so far has not been, been you know, like uh, shattering to the, the bone cold. You know what I mean? But it's certainly not pleasant for the smaller members without fur of our group. So, you know, dabble dab, you find yourself a little chilly. Nothing that a little bit of, uh, of alcohol can't fix, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? That. Makes yeah, you feel warm. You're really not. It's all good. <laughs> Haven't fallen off your horse yet, so there is that to be thankful for. Perfect. Okay. Traveling along your second week, the forest around you guys begins to change slightly. A lot more deciduous trees. There is still snow on the ground, though less of it, moving from about that three foot of snow mark down to about a foot, foot and a half along the roads here. After the second week of travel, uh, you guys find yourselves, you know, you've been on the road a little ways, uh, hunting to supplement your rations, right? Most, most of you guys... Your rations have, have run out thus far, I believe. Rogar, have you been sharing your rations, or have you been um, been just eating them yourself? I was going to share them if I got the chance to. 
Get your good berries, good berries. <laughs> so Fievel, the uh, the good berry dealer of the group, uh, making a pretty penny off of that for sure. Fievel, after the second week, nearly seven feet long and 210 pounds, oh, the drake grows at what seems to be an accelerated rate. Wow. I'll ask you now, because, I mean, you've had 14 days. Are there any other changes you'd like to make to the body of the drake? Do I get one per day? <laughs> you do get one per day. Technically, you can do 14 make 14 days. Change. Well, 14, really, because your oh first God. day you made a change. Do some. <laughs> yeah, but right off, there's, there's some things he, I don't think he can handle just yet. So, you know, we'll, we'll continue riding, and the next week I'll uh, tell you all about it. Sounds good. Uh, gentlemen, it is your 15th day on the road when... Up ahead, you guys hear the sounds of a cart and horses turning around the bend as you guys are traveling along the trade road on a, a sunnier, warmer day. There is a very large cart headed down the road towards you guys. The cart does not look like a normal cart in the sense that it looks completely enclosed and it looks like it is heavily armored. There are Robert. plates and sheets of iron along the cart Two very large horses are pulling this cart along. It takes up more than half of the trade road, so you guys will you know, have, to, have to single file and move around them if you'd like. I don't. Um, and there are two but no, uh, heavily <laughs> armored guards atop the, the cart. Looking at them in the distance, if you want, you see that they have a sigil on the front of their armor. Okay, It is a circle, um, and it is actually the, the, the embossing or the print of the coins of Norian. Oh. <gasps> Treasurer. So, they Tax continue man. to ride at... They're not They're not riding at a super fast pace. It's not like they're galloping and sprinting. This is quite a heavy cart. And they uh, approach you guys. They are, they are nearly 100 feet away. One of the men gives like a like a, a one-handed wave. He's got his other hand on the rein, so he waves at you guys uh, from a... <laughs> Tyson McKay gives them the finger. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he uh, he waves at you guys at nearly 100 feet away, just like a cheery like wave, and they continue to get closer. Uh, would you guys like to get into single file for them? I mean, they, they really can't pull off to the side of yeah, the Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll pull off to the side. Stepting. <laughs> what do you think they have in there? <clears throat> oh my god. A lot of gold. Really? You haven't figured this out yet? <laughs> Armored dies, sigil of the coin. This is a well, freaking bank run, buddy. You can roll me a d20 and see if you recognize the signal. Yeah. The, uh, the sign, the embossing. 20, not that. Yeah. This is a armored cart, guards of which belong to the Ravenloft banking clan. Hey! Okay. I know that. Ravenloft banking clan. Uh, the sigil on the one side or the flip side of the coins um, is a raven. That is from a profile, and underneath it has a U branch in its talons. Okay. The flip side of the other coins have everything from like hammers and anvils for smiths, um, or cities and towns can have the Ravenloft clan emboss their coins with pictures of their mayors or their leaders or their kings or whatever whatever they really want, right? But Ravenloft is is the premier, the primary banking institution in Norian. Not so much found in the north, though they do, with carts like these, send coin to smaller towns and receive, um, you know, whether it's going to like a mining town, they'll receive ore or other stuffs, right, in return for the coin so that towns can use the currency, right? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. A little I'm bit of knowledge, broke little right bit of knowledge for you guys. 
I uh, I pull off to the side. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, cool. For wealth, I also move off to the side. Yeah, well, there's animals in there. Cool. <laughs> what? <laughs> Roll me a fucking deception check. You don't know that there's animals in there. Uh, that's a 17. <laughs> okay, so Fiat, well, he seems pretty convincing in uh, saying that there's animals in there. You're not sure how he knows that. It's a critical one. <laughs> Okay, so Fievel, you are absolutely convinced that there are animals inside that cart. Thanks, what kind? Yeah, but we need to set them free. <laughs> Did you ask what, what kind? What are the yeah. surroundings? Uh, the surroundings, My. some conifers. It's it's the trade road right now. Yeah. Currently, hasn't met the sea yet. So you guys are actually uh, in the midst of forest. You know, it's it's, like there's nobody else around. No, this is uh, between Malavista and Norian. Aside from branching off side roads along the trade road uh, and heading further east there is there's no towns along the trade road no okay so i've got gregory the warforged rogar ragnak and fievel mausentrov saying that they're moving over to the side dabbledob and tyson are you guys moving over to the side of the roads so the car can pass as well i'll follow dabbledob if he whatever he does <laughs> <laughs> oh shit okay, so you guys riding closer you're now 50 feet away and they wait 50 feet too far to converse right Yes, too far to converse. Okay, I wait. So, uh, <laughs> continuing to ride along and closing in about 20 feet, their cart begins to slow in speed. Just, you know, so that they're, they're driving it carefully so they don't, you know, end up with a, a large cart wheel, like off in the, in the ditch, right? It'd be very hard to get it out. Um, as they uh, approach you guys nice and slowly, the man on the right-hand side, kind of a, an older gentleman, he's got stubble of gray and white, on his beard, and he looks to be a very strong and capable man. Looks like he's he's been on the road for many years. He knows Norian pretty well by the looks of it. He's got a younger man to his left, not young like a boy, but young in his in his mid twenties. The man in a gruff voice, uh, the young the younger lad has the reins. Says to you guys, "Good morning to you. Been a while since we've seen travelers." I I wave to him and I say, "Working hard or hardly working." <laughs> <laughs> the man raises a finger and wags it at Tyson and says, <laughs> Couldn't tell you, even if I wanted. Give me all your money. <laughs> man, if I wasn't with you guys, I would act homeless, so maybe they could give me a few coins. Okay, so uh, they look to you and uh, kind of slowing the cart to a stop. If you guys would like to stop, you can. Man, I shouldn't do it. Would you guys like to stop to talk to them? or? So the- yes, we could talk. You can talk to them? Yeah, we okay. can talk to them. For the man to the right kind of eyes the Warforged a little bit, but then looks to the rest of the group. He then says, We're heading up towards Norian's Way. Anything to report on the road? Dragon, no, demon... It's pretty, pretty quiet. Uh, pretty quiet. <laughs> <laughs> no bandits, so to speak. Uh, Not this time. Too much snow. Not the season. Good, good, good. <laughs> uh, and any news northwards? We're heading to some mining towns up north. Heard of anything interesting along that way? Babies went missing in a mining town. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so the man kind of shakes his head, a little confused at the reference, uh, but then says, Well, thank you very much for your time. We appreciate it. Always good to know when an ambush lies in wait, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to say to the man, if you want to put some of that coin in my bank account, please do. <laughs> okay, so oh. the man says, uh, You'll have to take that up with Ravenloft. Me, I'm just a just a guard, sir. Dabbledog hates guards. Well, <laughs> cup <Got> check. <laughs> so the man says, "Best of luck on your travels, eh?" And the young man kind of snaps the reins, and the cart begins to roll on its way. Good day, sir. 
Oh, I'll let it pass. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to hand each of our... Can I ask Sorry? him a question before he takes off? Sure. The cart begins to roll, but you say... Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Rogar says, hold on. The cart begins to slow again. What would you like to say? I ask him if, uh, if there's anything up ahead we should be worried about. Uh, I would have told you if there was. No, it was uh, a fairly easy ride from Malvisa on. And, oh. uh, you know... About a week ago, we, we encountered the snow, so, you know, you'll have that to look forward to. Getting out of these, these, uh, this cold and the wet, you know? Mm-hmm. If you're lying, we'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The man looks to you and says, shaking his head, why, why would I lie about that? I don't know what. Don't ask me questions. <laughs> <laughs> the guards in Ryberry get off in some sick stuff, so we just never know these days. Yeah. I hate guards. The man just shakes his head and says, all right, then. And then you can, you know, he kind of leans in to say something to the guy beside him who snaps the reins and they quickly head on their way. <laughs> What'd you say? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know, I think I'm going to hand Dabbledob 200 experience points. Nice. I, I, you know, it's not in Rogar's character to steal. It's not in Gregory's character to steal. It's not in Fievel's character to steal. Tyson, I don't even know if it's in your character to steal, is it? Not with this Modron heart. <laughs> Not with the Modron heart. Fair enough. So yeah, I think just you, Dabble Dub, for showing restraint. Oh, man, it was tough. You were about to pull. I could see the look on your face. He was like, I'm going to pull the whole fucking group into this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, team. Continuing along the way, you guys head into your third week of your journey. Chomper, the drake, spends a little bit less time with the group now, soaring up on ahead. Um, you guys oftentimes will find corpses burnt and charred of various oh woodland creatures. Deer, <laughs> elk. Oh, now it's deer and elk. As well as badgers and other types of creatures Mice. along the way. <laughs> mice. <laughs> um, sometimes there's... Now, he's much too large for mice now. At his third week of life, he is nearly 12 feet long and 340 pounds. Yeah. You could lose some weight there, buddy. Almost weighs as much as me. Lose some weight. That's pretty scrawny. Twelve feet. Yeah. Yeah. Dude's gonna beef up. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's still he's thin. He's thinner, right? He hasn't yeah. like fully filled out yet, right? Yeah. Um, also, he doesn't spend all of his time eating, right? Though he does spend an enormous amount of time eating. For <laughs> classic. He's classic a growing chomper. boy. He's a, a growing, growing boy. Growing boy. Um, so that is your third week of travel. The horses are getting wary, a little tired. And on your uh, 21st, 22nd day of travel, it's nearly midday when the horses just all seem to almost unanimously kind of move from like a quicker trot to more of like a, a, a walk. That's fine. Well, the train isn't as whip. hard as it was before, right? It's not, it's not like it's deep snow. And in fact, by your third week of travel, uh, there's hardly even frost on the ground as you continue to head southwards. Nice and toasty. So it's like so the not- temperature, like 10 not uh, even uh, yeah, up in eight, eight to ten degrees. No, no Celsius frost. So Fahrenheit. Green pastures. There are green pastures. Yes. Oh, maybe. Throw apples at Noah. Oh. Hurry. <laughs> <laughs> anything? Anything around? Anything off in the distance? Any civilization nearby? Uh, roll me d twenty. A fifteen. So it is midday, and there is nothing currently around in terms of civilization. You guys haven't reached the coast yet, and there are trees, some of them without leaves, but most of the deciduous trees here, um, are, and the conifers as well, have their pine needles, have their uh, leaves. Wow. 
So, uh, what do we want to do? We want to take a quick breather or keep going at this slower pace? Quick breather, yeah. You're treating them like animals. So, continuing to ride for about five minutes, you guys do find a nice big clearing over on the left side of the road. Pulling the horses over, you guys can let them graze in this very fine meadow, if you so choose. So, anything you guys would like to do while your horses are grazing? What time of day? Uh, It's about noon. We, yeah, set up camp for the night. If you guys would like to. It's all good to me. Uh, uh, so, get some dinner. So, Are there any weapons? Who- <laughs> <laughs> Does a tree look suspicious like it's holding something? Plus 100 experience points. <laughs> okay. Just so, to get them to shut up. Yeah, you guys have a choice. You guys can set up camp if you'd like. Who would like to set up camp? Not I. Uh, not, not you. Tyson will do it. Not it. I'll help, I'll help Tyson. I don't need uh, And who would like to go hunting? Me. Dabbled up going hunting. Okay. Yeah. Who else has a who has a ranged weapon? I have a, a crossbow. I have you a, should go hunting then. I so. have a drink. Okay. <laughs> I have a drink. I have a drink. Have a <laughs> so Rogar Ragnak, you're gonna head out hunting? Yeah. Okay. Are you walking in your heavy armor through the woods or are you gonna kinda lighten up? Heavy armor. <laughs> so no. You're gonna be at disadvantage for stealth, just letting you know. Yeah, he sleeps don't. in it, okay? Why would he take it off? I now? carry that everywhere. <laughs> Okay, I'm just letting you know you're shiny and bright and heavy, so deer are not gonna not gonna be fooled by you. <laughs> Maybe I could give someone else my crossbow and they could go hunting for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want it. I'll take the crossbow. Okay. Okay. So Dabbledob quickly volunteers to go hunting in Rogar's place. The whole reason Rogar was gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Dabbledob, you now have a crossbow, and are you handing him twenty bolts as well? And hand him two. Preferably, because I'm probably going to waste a one. few. I'll hand him one, so if he misses, he's fine. <laughs> Make it count. I'll give him Son ten. Okay, so you give him ten bolts. Double dub, what would you like to do, my friend? Going on an adventure. Okay. Uh, hunt some deer. You heading westwards or eastwards? What way is the wind going? What way is the wind going? Yeah. The wind is currently headed eastward. Then I will go west. <laughs> Sounds good. So you cross the trade road and begin to head westward. Marching on through the forest, uh, you walk for nearly 15 minutes. I assume you're heading in like a stealth, like a stealthy fashion. Oh, like yeah. You're not just like breaking right. twigs and drinking. Yeah. And <laughs> not my casual self. Okay. Uh, you eventually come across a small dip in the landscape. And in this dip in the landscape, nearly... 50 feet across, there's there's just a, a smaller sapling trees, less less large growth. And you see a small family of deer. Where's the buck? <laughs> Good stuff. The, <laughs> the buck is um, along the slope, nearly 50 feet from you. So, uh, you know, he's, he's standing up higher than the rest of the deer, but he's still on the slope. And so, like, you know, peering down from the brush up top, you can see him very clearly. Okay, so how far about? Am I? This is about 50 feet from you. Stealthy move up another 10 feet. Okay, roll me a stealth check, please. Will do. Uh, that's a 13. So, uh, that is absolutely fine right on the money. You do not alert the buck to your presence. Six. So I'm 40 feet away? Correct, you are 40 feet away. You think I can hit it? <laughs> uh, with your crossbow or an AOE spell? AOE <laughs> 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 um, I want the whole family. Pre-cook it. I could Melf's Meteor in the head. <laughs> that might work. Yeah, have you hit a Melf's Meteor yet? Also, <laughs> yes, I have. Quite a ways away from the team. How do you plan on carrying this thing to the rest well, of the Well, I was group? hoping to cast Fly on it. 
That would be if it was alive. <laughs> no, but I can fuck it. Just make I don't it think hover. you can cast fly on things that are dead. <laughs> That's levitate. You're thinking of the spell levitate. Wait, cast mm-hmm. fly in yourself and then fly. just fly up with it. <laughs> that would be a strength check. A hell of a strength check. How about whenever you kill something, come grab me and I'll get it for you. You got some kind of you know fiery shit to shoot a flare up. Yeah, well, that's not going to alert the buck. Murder attack! (laughs) After you kill it. Oh, after I kill it. After you kill it, shoot the flare. We'll see it and go, oh, well, there's Dabble Dab. I guess that means come here. That doesn't mean that. We didn't talk about that. Here's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to get my crossbow ready. Mm -hmm. I'm going to misty step 30 feet Mm -hmm. and then fire it right at its head. Right at the fucking skull. Okay, so you prepare your crossbow, and you get ready to misty step, crashing through the air. A 12-foot long and 340-pound drake crashes into the clearing. (laughs) Using its flame breath, which it is now very proficient in, it slaughters two small deer and the doe. The buck is spooked, and the drake quickly turns on it. I shoot, I shoot, I shoot. You're going to misty step or shoot? Shoot. Okay, so you shoot first. Roll me a d20. Shit. That's a two. <laughs> so your shot goes creening off into the forest. The deer begins to run, but the drake is going to leap using its wings to kind of glide towards it. With a 16, pluses to hit, it lands on top of the deer, biting into its neck. <laughs> so we're going to roll for its hit. Same with a 19, the drake is going to do 13. So it kills the buck immediately. Dropping it from its jaws, it looks up into the forest directly at you. Its golden eyes burning. I give it like a what the fuck symbol. Okay, <laughs> so it drops the the buck and then just like looks at you. I say go take it to the fucking the fam. Go take it to the fam. So it kind of like cocks its head to the side, not really understanding what you mean. <laughs> say Fievel. Take it to Fievel. Okay, so still that? not understanding. It turns and walks away towards the smaller deer, which it begins to swallow whole. The charred ones. <gasps> mm. Oh, so I'm scared if I put up a flaming sphere now for a flare, that that's going to not be good for Chomper. <laughs> it's up to you. I could risk it all right here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, risk it all? I could ride him. You could. I could. Okay. <sighs> How am I going to do this? I'm going to try to get him to bite down on the buck very gently. Okay, so he is currently moving on to the second fawn. And, and swallowing that hole, it looks to you and eyes like watching you as you approach it. So I'm gonna say, come here. Okay, so I'm gonna finish eating first. It picks up the dough and begins to walk over to you and then like stares at you expectantly. <laughs> it has listened to you see you saying, "Come over here." All right. So the dough is in his in mouth. his mouth. Yeah. Okay. So smells gonna, of burnt hair. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wait for him to eat it. So still staring at you, dough hanging limp out of the mouth. Okay. Well, tell, tell him to eat. Maybe he he's not going to listen to me eat it. Like, chomper, chomper. <laughs> chomper, chomper. Uh, some I'll, sausages? I'll, I'll ask, or I'll tell him to eat it. Three gold sausages. the fuck I'm talking about. Okay, so he quickly becomes bored with you. Lying down, he begins to just pull flesh away from the body of the of the dough. Yeah, well, you need to train this guy, okay? Out of my control. <laughs> Alright, so as he's eating, I'm going to start... Like, can I drag this buck? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm going to start dragging the buck. Okay, so Chomper watches you as you drag the buck, (laughs) but he seems pretty intent on eating the dough, so... 
Actually, you know, I can't lift this he, thing. I need a hell of a strength. Try and drag it on top of him. Yeah, that's what I was gonna do. But like, I need a hell of a strength check. Like, dude, I'm little. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he's like forty pounds. Just come grab one of us. Yeah, I'm like twenty minutes away. Chopper mm-hmm. will eat it by then. That is fair as well. <laughs> <laughs> Chop. Okay, up. you know what? I'm gonna drag it towards him, and I'm gonna attempt. To put it on his back. Okay, roll me a strength check. I'm going to need an 18 for you to drag <laughs> the dough, or the buck, I should say, up onto his back. That's a 15. Yeah. Yeah, let's try it again. Okay, one more attempt. That's not enough either. Okay, so you're you're just, you're having a super tough time. I'll let you try one last time to pull that buck up onto there, but then... Uh, Nope. Okay, so you're just exhausted. Your little 40-pound gnome body having a hard time pulling the, the buck onto his back. Chopper's also not super pleased, letting out, like, growls and hisses as you, like, step on his back and try to pull the, the buck up there. <laughs> okay, what if I just hop on him? Uh, he seems to be, like, okay-ish with that. He's still not pleased. Yeah, but he rope. quickly finishes with the dough and then looks to you. Okay, I'm going to give him, like, a bite symbol on the buck. Okay. <laughs> And then we're gonna fly. Okay, I'm gonna need a animal handling check from you to persuade him. <laughs> Good thing I'm proficient in it. Oof, five. Okay, so yeah, he's not he's not getting what you're laying down. Just still staring at you. Kevo, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> he doesn't listen, man. It comes naturally with me. I don't have to do anything. Top aboard. It comes naturally. Okay, let's try it again. Okay, so he bites into the neck of the buck. Okay, and begins to like place it all the way in his mouth. No, 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 no. I hit him. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so stopping dead in his motion there, he growls at you, staring into your eyes. I say, take this to Fievel. Okay, so roll me an animal handling check. Twelve. That's enough. (laughs) (laughs) Proficiency, it's got to be more than plus one. Yeah, I'm not proficient in it. That's why. (laughs) Okay. Just kidding. (laughs) So, Chomper grabs a hold of the buck very tightly. He growls at you before taking off into the sky. I hold on for dear life. Okay. So, you hold on for dear life. I'm going to need a strength check. (laughs) Shit. Uh, What's my strength? Uh, 14. Yeah, okay. You're fine. So, you hang on to Chomper as he glides, and within a matter of minutes, like two, he glides over the camp and drops the deer from a height of 40 feet. <laughs> Dragon! <Whatever>. It <laughs> lands with a splat on the ground uh, and in the dirt. He then circles the camp in the in the clearing. The horses are very, very clearly spooked and lands. Not gracefully either, just like kind of galloping. Uh, no, that's fine. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll hop off and have that little smirk of like, I just rode fucking Chomper. <laughs> I'm going to hand you 250 experience points for a successful hunt, which you did no work for. <laughs> Why don't we all oh, go ahead and just ride Chomper to the oh, city? Dear. No. He's not large enough to carry all of you. Everyone hop on. But he's large enough to carry a couple of us and then make a second trip and come back here with the rest. That is fair. Your entire time there was, uh, was in around 40 minutes of time spent hunting. Uh, the group has set up their bedrolls and, you know, the horses are grazing. Um, is there anything that you guys would like to do while the horses are resting? we got to cook this meat because it's fairly bruised. Now, okay. Because yeah. it fell from mm-hmm. a fair height. <laughs> so, skinning that deer. I'm going to need a survival check for, for skinning it and getting it ready well, to... Well, I'm uh, doing it? I well, feel like someone's better off than me. Oh, someone's well. definitely better than the gnome. <laughs> I'm way better. <laughs> yeah, let Tyson... Okay, Tyson McKay. I, uh... Yeah, I'm going to... Roll me a survival heart, heart check. Open. That's a 21. 
No, nice. 20, so, not Nat. Now, having, having grown up in the mountains, you know, Tyson McKay is a uh, is an expert in, in getting his food ready. You know, he's a mountain man. So Tyson McKay gets the deer ready. Uh, the fire is already going and cooking upon some flat stones that you guys were able to find. Begin to uh, to cook up that venison, oh, nice and tasty I for cook, the team. I cook some of it, and then I start smoking the other, the rest of it. Ooh, nice. I like it. All right. And smoking the rest of it. Okay, so anyone who would like to eat is more than welcome to. Oh, yeah. Uh, would anyone else like to, to maybe find some, some water? You know, those water flasks getting getting a little light. Oh, I vote heater. I did the hunting. I mean, I, I can do it if you ask me nice, but I don't need water, so I have no incentive to just do it myself. I would. He speaks the truth. I always forget. Like, if you want me to help with something that that has to do with eating or drinking, you have to say something. Make, okay. make Rogar so do I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to have my crossbow back. I'm not, I'm not doing it, is what I'm saying, because I, I went hunting. I'll do it. Take a chomper on a plate, and I can grab everyone's flask. Okay. Uh, so, Fievel is heading out looking for water, correct? Yeah. Good stuff. Me to go with you. All right, so... You want to hop aboard the chomper? No, I'll just walk. <laughs> Dude, I rode him. You can ride him, too. Files. Okay. Uh, so, you guys head... Or, well, Fievel, I guess, heads up on chomper. And getting that aerial view, you do spot a ravine, or stream, which is southwards on the same side of the trade road as the clearing that you're on. No more than a half an hour's, you know, leisurely stroll to the ravine. I uh, tell him to go down, and I point towards the river. Uh, Chomper, following your commands, because you guys are one, Beastmaster and Beast, you guys head down towards the ravine, landing beside it. Chomper, like, gets all the way in the ravine and sticks his head under, and you see, like, little bubbles coming out from his, his snoot as he <laughs> just completely submerges himself in the water. You just dirtied all the water. <laughs> no, all right. It's moving water, so... <laughs> Get the water up. dirty. Um, so I start filling the flasks up, and, and then I tell him to come out, and I got a little gift for him. Gonna, what you got? Yeah, I'm going to improve his natural armor. I'm also going to give him a okay. sprint evolution. I'm also going to give him two extra heads. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, and then I'm going to add poison as well for his bite. And and then I'm also going to give him a rend ability and I'll cut it off there and feed him some more later. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. You also realize this guy wants... This egg, I'm presuming, or this egg no, was his, or something like that. But the thing is, it's bonded to Fievel now, right? Yeah, but the sicker you make it, the more he's gonna want from you. You can try. That doesn't make, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> let's let's just get this straight here, okay? Rend, can you explain to me what that does? So it's pretty much like a bleeding effect. So if Chomper hits more than two attacks in like one of his turns, because eventually when he's full grown, he'll have three attacks plus more if I give him extra attacks. So if he hits at least two of them with his claws or bite, it causes bleeding damage for, like over multiple turns. Okay. Um, and can you list everything else one more time, just letting us know what you did there, except for the second head? So improve natural armor, which is just... Nice. So what's what's it, what would his AC be now? Because he's not a behemoth yet, but I'm assuming his AC was... Like, is it just a guard 14. drake right now? Yeah, a guard drake right now. Yeah, so so his AC is 14 currently. Okay, so it, it would pump that up to 16. Okay, so his AC is 16. Awesome. 
Uh, anything else? Um, yeah, I gave him the two extra you heads. You added poison to his bites? Yeah, poison to his bite, and then I uh, gave him a mm-hmm. sprint, which is pretty much like a dash bonus action for, like, battle. Okay. And wait, you give him two heads, or...? I, like, two extra heads, two so he extra has three. Heads? Okay, so you gave him... Wait, he has three heads now. Yeah, I gave him two extra heads. Two extra heads. Yeah, he's the three-headed oh, red, red-eyed dragon. He's my okay. own creation of Cerberus. Um, so... <laughs> so here's what we're going to do, Fievel, because this is actually kind of important. Chomper is going to be the middle head of the three. Okay. Okay. Uh, he's the dominant head in the sense that, you know, like he alone, I guess, would control the body of the the drake. Whereas the other two heads are supplementary in the sense that they, I don't think they control the body, but they control their own neck and heads. Yeah. Right. I think it's important that, you know, these are three different brains, and this is three different heads. They're going to have different personalities than Chopper. So they're, they're not, it's not like all of them are going to be Chopper, right? Yep. So Chopper is loyal and, you know, feisty, but he's a tameable Drake. So what I would like to do, if it's cool with you, and I think it would be interesting for everyone, is if we roll some dice to see what the personalities are of these other two heads. Oh, God. Okay. Does that sound sound fair no, to no, you? No, that's cool. Yeah. I, I just think, you know, like, you know, Jack Bauer was a pretty a pretty white bread personality toad but as far as as far as drake heads go i'd imagine that there's a little bit more to them mm-hmm. for sure what do you want me to roll oh. uh that is a good question the first thing that we're going to do i think which would be super cool is for each of the heads i'm going to have you roll a d20 we're going to uh, have the appearance of these heads just be a little bit different okay you got a 14 okay so for the head on the left so not your left but for chopper's left mm-hmm the snout on this, the, like the, the actual rhinoceros snout of the drake, is not white, but black. Ooh. And for the head on Chopper's right? Uh, say 17. So he, he has uh, one eye that's clouded over, oh. it looks. Uh, he's, he's still fine when it comes to, to combat, but on perception checks, the head on the right-hand side is at a disadvantage. Yep. In terms of traits... For interaction, I'm going to have you roll a d12 for the head on the left. So this is the the black-snouted... An 11? Drake's head. An 11. Uh, The head on the left is a rather docile head. Relatively quiet and seems submissive. Alrighty. And then same thing for the one on the right? Correct, yeah. D12 for the head on the right. Uh, four. (laughs) This head is rude. (laughs) So hot-tempered and aggressive. Oh. The one with, you know, his right eye clouded over. He, he's a he's a hot-tempered Drake's head. So, that kind of fits well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I thought maybe, like, the black-snouted one would be, like, the aggressive one, but no. With a four, he is rude. So, um, more aggressive. Obviously, he's not in control of the body, like Chomper is, but he is um, more prone to, like, snapping and being aggressive with the other heads. Okay. No, I like that. Uh, when it comes to... Yeah, what we can do, if you'd like... Um, I mean, we can give them more traits, too. Like, like if you're down, I can, I'm can. i down to flesh it out. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Um, can I get a D6 for each of them? Uh, for the black one, it's a 1, and for the other one, it's a 6. So, though the one on the left is quiet, it's a very musculature, musculatured neck. So, very strong and very powerful bite. Um, so, this guy's actually going to do plus 2 damage <laughs> added to his his, uh, his damage rolls on top of his, his, already, his, already, his already plus. Cool. And the other one was a six. So this one is 
<laughs> I don't know if this really makes sense with his, his loss of an eye, uh, but he is very perceptive. <laughs> <laughs> but in the, uh, in the effort to make a completely all-rolled stats and, and personality Drake, he, he does have good perception. So what he does notice, he notices well, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's the aggressive one? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's, that's great. Um, can I get a d20 for each of them? Uh, 15 and a nat 20 for uh, the other one. Okay, the one on the left will only eat meat if it is cooked. <laughs> oh, fuck. So much work. And the one on the right, was it 20? Yep. Uh, the one on the right... Is a vegetarian. <laughs> it has a very good memory. Mm, wow, that's not good, because he's angry. <laughs> it's not good, because he's angry, I know. We can... I mean, it depends. We, it, Team, team vote here. You guys want them to have flaws and secrets or no? <laughs> yeah. Flaws for oh, sure. yeah. <laughs> I want to see what the flaw of the one-eyed dragon is. Okay, I need a d12 for the one on the left. It's uh, an 11. <laughs> okay, you have to understand, I'm using the NPC <laughs> traits from the DM's handbook, so it, the number 11 is possession of forbidden lore. Let's turn that into, even if he notices something, he's probably not going to like be vocal or speak up about it, right? Like, he's, he's quiet already, right? It's yeah. so like, maybe he notices an enemy to the left, but he's, like, you know, he's going to deal with it himself. It's not like he's going to, like, communicate. Yeah, well, that's kind of tough. Maybe he won't... He doesn't control the body. Maybe, maybe he won't... <laughs> like, he won't communicate with Fievel, maybe, either, right? But will he communicate with... I can with, read his mind. Uh, Chopper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he'll, like, he'll, he'll communicate. What I'm just saying is, like, he's quiet, so maybe, like, he just doesn't... Doesn't communicate as much as the other heads do. Oh, okay. Because gotcha. he's docile, right? Yeah. All right, let's get another 12. Uh, 10. Okay, so this flaw or secret is uh, secret crime or misdeed. I'm not sure that this thing can have a secret crime or misdeed. It was just born. So uh, let's let's get another 12 on this one. Uh, two. Enjoys decadent pleasures. So it could just be that this head is like overly violent and enjoys it, or you could roll again. I'm totally I'm I'm allowing you to roll again if you want. Some of these are obviously like four people, right? So some of them like don't make sense for a drink. Uh, a 12. Foolhardy bravery. So yeah, uh-huh. maybe this Drake like head won't back down from a fight. Like we'll continue to fight regardless as to like you know Chopper's gonna be like, hey, we're turning around and like we're turning tail or we're flying, and this head's like still trying to like attack, right? <laughs> awesome, cool. All right, uh, another good thing for us to to make a poll for on Twitter, guys. The left head, docile, quiet, not not prone to speaking up to Fievel or the other Drakes, has a black snout. Or, uh, or horn on the nose. What do you guys think the left Drake head's name should be? And on the right, foolhardy, bravery, aggressive, <laughs> lacking one eye is clouded over, um, and definitely a dominant uh, head. What do you guys think its name should be? Do you guys, do you guys have any ideas off the top? Chompy and Chompette. Okay, so that seems like a very confusing way to name three, <laughs> three Drakes. No, not you, Chompette. Yeah. I said Chompette. <laughs> Uh, you say Josh? I said Riyav. Riyav, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Fievel needs the reminder of his brother who threw him in the pit every day. <laughs> Anyone else? I mean, going back to the classics, uh, Travis, what, five now? <laughs> five and six? I think that's going to be a no. I don't think I don't think anyone wants to hear you say Travis six. <laughs> also, what does that say to the Drake's head? Wait, there were five others before me? <laughs> Yeah, because we definitely got to give people some options to to choose from. So, why don't you go with the, like your recents? Like you name one Jack, 
Another one, Luck Luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, because Luck Luck's still with you guys. Anyways, so one, with... one side Jack, the other side Bauer. I don't think we can bring Jack Bauer back. <laughs> Anyways, we will come up with some cool suggestions for you guys on a Twitter yeah. poll. So very cool stuff. Two very unique heads for Chomper, the winged drake. Awesome stuff, guys. Three-headed cool. winged drake. Fievel, I'm going to hand you a thousand experience points for oh. up in your drake. Chopper, uh, wow. and for all the uh, the cool stuff that he's gotten, it's gonna be some cool content moving forward for sure. So you guys are camping here for the evening, correct? I think so. Alrighty, so camping here for the evening. Uh, is there anything that you guys would like to do, Fievel? I'm assuming that you and your three-headed Drake are headed back to camp. Sure am. Look, I, I found another okay. one on the road. <laughs> okay, so as he lands, the whole team is taken aback by the stark appearance. The one head hangs low and quiet on, well, you guys are facing it, the right-hand side, but it's the left head, right, uh, with that black snout. On the right-hand side, though, this other head stands nice and tall and proud, almost as tall as Chomper, uh, and snarls viciously as it approaches the rest of the group. But Chomper seems to, like, turn its head quickly towards the right-hand side, uh, snarling at it and keeping it in check. Nice and good, good Chomper. <laughs> Here, little guy. <laughs> um, nightfall quickly approaches, and before long, the stars are up above in the sky. Uh, the fire is crackling. Everyone is, you know, got water. Some of you, I believe Dabbledob still has booze, I'd imagine. Of course I do. Of course you do. <laughs> and everyone else is nicely tucked in their sleeping rolls if they so choose. Yep. Yep. Cool. Do that. I slide into real good. Gentlemen. No, no, I'm, I'm not much of a sleeping roll guy. <laughs> Okay. Uh, are you guys doing watches, or Gregory, you sleep for four, but you're still aware of your surroundings? I'm are you doing still, that? My perception doesn't change. I'm still, okay. I'm still perceptive. He is right. the watchdog. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else that anyone would like to do before bed? Uh, no. Um, Rogar, read fantastic. me a bedtime story. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know anything. All right, Rogar, go stories. for it. <laughs> Let's hear it. Improv one. They didn't tell him any in the orphanage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's these babies. Only the ones Jamarcus would tell him. There was this witch, and then the one man wanted something. So he listened to the witch, <laughs> and then he took the babies, and the babies are going to be witches now. The end. That was a scary story, Rogar. <laughs> oh, I can't sleep. Why would that bad man... Shut up! <laughs> Why would the bad man give the kids up? Because the Bible told him so. <laughs> What a fantastic story. <laughs> Plus 200 experience points, Rogar Regnax. Why no worries? Just handing out XP for that. <laughs> Everyone else sleeping, the three-headed drake asleep. Uh, we have your boy, Gregory the Warforged, uh, currently you know in power down mode, but yet still scanning. Gregory, near midnight, so nearly three hours into your resting, you hear music emanating from the forest. It is that of a fiddle and violin and, uh, like, the shaking of almost like a tambourine. You can hear it echoing through the forest. Ew. It's very faint. It's not super loud. It's not like it's, like, right at the clearing. It's not like it's waking everyone up. But you can definitely hear it loftily hanging on the night air. Wake me up. Oh, dear. Wake me up. <laughs> Wake me up. <laughs> I can't tell if this is going to be fun or trouble. It's going to be fun. Fun trouble? Okay. Fun trouble. <laughs> Okay, so uh, uh, you I will, power I will, up. I will perk up. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go shape, shape the gnome. Okay. Maybe. See what he thinks of it. 
All right, so you shake the gnome, dabble dab, awakes, dabble dab. Is there anything like you say just as you wake up? You know, like you're in the middle of a dream and you go, ah. Um, <laughs> no, I probably just moan and groan because I've, I've been drinking and mm-hmm. it's been a tough right, wakes night. up with it. No, don't put it in the... <laughs> <laughs> That's my butt. Okay, so dabble dab, you are now awake and you see the warforged, you know, shaking you, looking at you. I'll be like, what the fuck, dude? I'll point off towards where the music is coming from and say, Okay, can so, I hear that, or does he have better hearing than me? No, you can hear it. Oh, okay. I mean, let's be real, I have better hearing than you. Yeah, it's because I drink all day and party all night, baby. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you can both hear the sounds of violin, tambourine, and fiddle. Well, I'm going to give like a little head nod, and I'm going to start walking towards okay. it. Okay, so you guys are leaving the group. Very stealthily. You're Don't leaving you us unprotected. You idiots. <laughs> <laughs> You're leaving us unprotected," <laughs> says the guy's guarded by a, a cerebrus drake. Yeah. <laughs> He's sleeping. I don't know. You can wake them up too, but I'm going. Wake up the drake. Are your music? Um. Get him. <laughs> you know what? I'll wake up. Uh, like you know, Rogar's the most responsible. I'll, I'll what the thank you? Fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you awake Rogar, and you leave Fievel and Tyson McKay fast asleep. Rogar awakes, he's yeah. clad in all his armor. And I say, oh shit, he has heavy armor. <laughs> Fuck, take it off, dude. <laughs> I say, we're gonna go check out the forest. You keep watch. They what's in the forest? Pixies, possibly fairy, who knows? Sounds like a good Everyone time. The <laughs> musical instrument of the fairy. <laughs> okay, I, I tell him, uh, well, if you need any help, just... Yell or signal me to come over. Yeah, yell, because that's smart. <laughs> yell, damn it! <laughs> okay, so you guys are currently walking into the forest, is that correct? Yes. Alright, so walking into the forest and continuing to follow the sounds of music, you guys walk for nearly 15 minutes before reaching another clearing. This one completely off the trade road. Um, however, you do come across a small footpath and walking along it, up into the edge of the clearing, you see a very large bonfire in the center of this quite large clearing. There are a number of carts and tents, all scattered around like a small pavilion. Around the center there are people dancing around the fire, a man swinging back and forth a jug of ale, okay, uh, as well as a fiddler, a violinist, and a woman with a tambourine playing. There are children running about everywhere, and these uh, tents and carts have the looks of what I would call like a gypsy camp, though gypsy isn't really not the appropriate word anymore. It would be like a Roma camp, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they all so travelers, entertainers, yeah, like there's children, mm-hmm. you know, there are men uh, around, and they do <clears throat> bear knives and swords, but, you know, it's more so just because they're on the road, right? Kill yeah. them. I was going to vitriol sphere them. <laughs> <laughs> How many about? How many people? Yeah. Uh, nearly 30 that you can kind of see mulling in and about. That's not counting the people that are obviously inside tents or... Oh, Some of these carts are like that banking cart. Like, you can walk into the back of and there would be, like, sleeping arrangements and stuff like that. I'm going to I'll turn to Dabble Dab and say, they don't, don't appear to be too dangerous. Let's approach. You want to approach? Okay. Oh, yeah. Go check them out. Oh, well, shit goes sideways. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So, you walk into the camp. The music does not cease. No one stops playing, uh, though eyes do turn towards you. I start dancing. <laughs> I start dancing. <laughs> the woman with the tambourine 
uh, clad in purple silk with gold ornamentation, large earrings, as well as uh, purple makeup or eyeshadow, I guess, that uh, circles and uh, flanges off of her eyelashes. She has a circlet on her head with a serpent uh, with jeweled eyes that kind of comes down onto her forehead. She hands the tambourine off to a man, grazing his shoulder with her hand as she walks by, uh, and she seems to like float towards you guys, uh, almost airily, as Uh-oh. her robes kind of like flow out side to side. More witches. She yeah, looks at both of you and she says, Welcome. Nothing bad ever comes after welcome. Welcome is always a good sign. Uh, I'm gonna say we heard the music and we're we're lost, so we decided to join. Ah, sometimes it's when you're lost that you find what you're looking for, don't you find? No, I found you, so yeah. <laughs> she uh, smiles and she says, "And what is your name, Master No?" Dabbledob. Mm, Dabbledob. And your large, handsome friend? You can say it yourself. <laughs> Gradrock. She half bows, uh, tra- like draping one arm out from her as she does so, and she says, My name is Mirella. Welcome to our camp. I'm going to bow too, but as I do, I'm going to take a swig of alcohol. Okay. <laughs> so she looks to you both and says, You say you are lost. What is it that you're looking for? Women. Sure. <laughs> you said lost, man. You want to roll with this? Uh, I know. Or else I'm going to talk to you. I'm just... I wouldn't say we're lost. We're just roaming around, adventuring. We're travelers. Yeah, we're travelers. Mm. And where is it you're traveling to? Uh, we don't really have a destination. South. Yeah. No destination. But south. Highway. I do like it when down south. Very beautiful country. I'll travel down south on her. Let's do it. <laughs> 100 experience. Okay. She opens her arms. A joke. <laughs> she opens her arms wide to both of you and says, "Please help yourself to any food or drink and anything else that our small, humble town has to offer." A town? What's this town called? Is a town without a name? Wouldn't you know? That's not funny. Uh, vote in the Twitter poll what we should name this town. <laughs> Ryberry. <laughs> we choose to have no name, because in the end, don't you think it doesn't matter what you call a town or a city? They change all the time, you know. Yeah, but it's nice to know, like, where you come from or something like that. I know where I'm from. Do you know where you're from? <laughs> I'm from everywhere. <laughs> hmm. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No idea. <laughs> So, uh, you guys, at Mirella's uh, statement, you guys can obviously explore and, and walk around the encampment if you'd like, or you can ask her more questions. It's totally up to you guys. Well, I'm assuming I'm running low on liquor, so I'm going to go find some. Uh, would you like to just look around? Are you asking her where you can find liquor? Or? No, it's like I want to just explore and see what they're all about. Okay, sounds good. You're going to walk with them then? Um, I'll ask her like what they what they do here with What's their bit? Yeah, what's their bit? What's their purpose? <laughs> Does everything have to have a purpose? Well, I'm just like... We exist. God, they're so uh, hippies. We travel the land. You don't, you don't sell anything? Some of us sell wares, yes. Feel free to stay as long as you like, until the sun rises. What if we want to stay? Forever. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid you can't. When oh. the sun rises, you must be on your way, as you're only visitors here. I kind of want to know what happens if we stay. 
So I'll turn into pumpkin. She <laughs> uh, bows to you again, uh, draping that one arm out as she does so, and she says, "Enjoy your evening, gentlemen." I'll give her a little head nod. I'll Let's take see. a swig of alcohol. Okay, so you guys are gonna walk around this encampment. It is in a circle. Would you like to go clockwise, counterclockwise? It just matters in which order you see things, I guess. Clockwise. Sure. <laughs> okay. The first cart on the left uh, kind of opens up, like the side of the cart opens up like a like a camper, like fold-out awning, almost. Here, it looks to be a cart of elixirs, potions, herbs, and other such things. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, baby. <laughs> there is a woman who is sitting inside the cart itself, the, the walls of which all have uh, shelving for different bottles and jars. It looks like the shelves themselves have, like, indents in them so that they can all sit in the indents. There are dozens and dozens of different kinds of bottles, and as you guys approach, she says, love potions, or maybe something more sinister. Oh, oh God. Dab Maybe you could meet someone or drug them. <laughs> no, or drug them. Jesus. <laughs> Oof. Can you just name off a whole bunch? Because I'm really interested to see what they have in this cart. So she's a, a person. You can talk to her like a person if yeah, you'd like. I'm going to ask her to name off, like, what you have. Oh, I have many different kinds of potions. Potions of bloodlust, berserkers, toxins, dancing juices, demon drugs, draught of toad, everfrost ale. I could go on and on. Tell me what you're looking for, and I'll tell you if I have something. I'm looking for some OP shit. <laughs> hmm, some OP shit. <laughs> I have potions of mind reading, potions of longevity. I have potions of life. I have potions for everything, and anything could be OP shit in the right hands. Um, yeah, I know. I'm gonna ask her how much for the mind reading. For this wee potion? Ah, you seem like a nice little gnome, don't you? Of course. Two hundred. I would have killed. I wish we stole that money. <laughs> Fuck. Steal it and run. Ah, these look like nice people. I kind of enjoy this. They're crazy. They think camping is fun. <laughs> I'm going to ask her if she's got any potions of healing. She says, oh, of course, potions of healing, yes. I have all kinds. Potions of supreme healing, I'll sell for 500. Potions of superior healing, I'll sell for 250. Potions of greater healing, I'll sell for 100. And regular potions of healing, I'll sell for 50. Don't have much coin. <laughs> Can't really pay for much. We're on the same page. And I don't, uh, I mean, I got some, some... I can sell my... Rabbit money. and run. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I have that lump of coal, but that looks like a gem. Oh, shit. I'm going to pull that out. Does, does this have any value to you? So she inspects the lump of coal that looks like a gemstone. She's going to roll a d20 on this one. With a 14, she inspects it and says, I see what they've done here. Well, this is quite a unique artifact, isn't it? See, I know what it really is, but others might not. Yes, I'll do you a trade for this gemstone, she says. Uh, can you describe this gemstone to me? Because I have no idea. Oh, it's a simple spell, my dear. Yes, make a stone look like something else. You know, to the to the right buyer, this could fetch a handsome price, though its worth is is small in in, in reality. 
So how much is it worth to you? I would trade you for a potion. Maybe even one of my more expensive ones. Oof. <laughs> well, what expensive ones? I could sell it. I could trade it to you for the potion of mind reading. Mm, a little more? <laughs> <laughs> well, I assure you the potion of mind reading is one of my most expensive draughts. If you are looking for something different, perhaps a potion of fire breath. Ooh, that'd be kind of, that'd be sick for me. She's willing to trade it to you for that gemstone. Yeah, I gotta do it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So she <laughs> takes the gemstone and hands you the potion, and she says, "Do be careful. It might burn on the way down." <laughs> it's just like the liquor I drink, so it's fine. Oh, sweetie, it is absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I'm excited now. This is sick. The vial is clear, and it has like a, a bulbous like teardrop shape to it, and the liquid inside literally looks like a rolling magma or, or boiling flame. Yes, I'm so excited that we came here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love you got a dragon. I got a, I got a fire-breathing gnome. <laughs> fire-breathing gnome, bitch. Okay. okay. Does she sell like herbs like to smoke? She does sell herbs to smoke, yes. Fantastic. And how much herb would you like? And of what variety? Something a little more mellow. Bit of both. I want something to knock me right the fuck out and be chill, you know? Say Davalos, like, I want to get fucked up! <laughs> <laughs> I'll do you five gold pieces uh, for an ounce of my more sedative herb. I'll do you five for an ounce of my, my more rambunctious herbs as well. Five gold pieces? Correct. Okay, so how long would that last me? An ounce? Yeah. Is like 28, 30 grams. So quite a while like it's like a, a solid pouch yeah of each um i'm gonna hand her 20 and take two of each okay so you now have two ounces of a mellow leafy herb and you have two ounces of a as she calls it rambunctious herb bunches oh god i'm excited to smoke this um on to the next cart <laughs> okay. Let's see what else there is. Uh, so heading on to the next cart, this appears to be a man. He is kind of portly, larger. He is sitting and smoking, and he has a uh, a tent set up and many casks. Behind the tent, there is his cart, which he obviously carries the casks with, um, and he seems to uh, to be smoking and relaxing. There are a couple men and women hanging around here with mugs in their hands, no doubt of his supply. He's just a, an alcohol trader. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm moving on. Okay. I'm going to buy quick something. Okay. <laughs> so as you approach the portly man, he says, Ah, not very often I see a little gnome in my midst. Tell me, do you drink like a man or like a gnome? I drink like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's the right answer, he says. He, uh, he looks to the man to his right. He says, grab a mug for our little gnome friend here. He's going to knock me on my ass. <laughs> so he pours a very clear liquid into the mug, almost halfway full, and he says, Try that on for size, my wee friend. That's some backwoods shine right there. <laughs> you might have to carry me home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll uh, take a swig. Okay, so you take a swig. This burns almost as bad as you'd imagine that that potion of permanent fire breath would burn. Disconditioning it myself. Is. <laughs> <laughs> it is something else. And, uh, you know, your vis vision almost immediately becomes hazy. Fucking right. But the people around here are great conversation. They all seem very cheerful. I'll take a bottle of that. Okay, so he says, a bottle, uh, that'll be ten gold pieces for a bottle of my finest. I will hand him that. Okay, so you hand him ten gold pieces of your finest, and you receive a bottle, uh, which is more like a, a size of a Mickey. 
that, that we would have, right? It's meant to be drank sparingly, for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, we'll we'll see if that actually pans out or not, but... Are you hanging out with Dabbledarb, or are you no, moving no, on? No, I was moving on. Okay. Uh, the next tent, as it is a tent, is more, uh, what would I say, rugged than the others. Man of Dark Skin sits in a uh, very elaborate-looking chair. Like, it's surprising that he actually carries this around with him, though it does look comfortable. And he sits around him on racks are various weapons, all of very unique shapes and colorations. None of them seem like your run-of-the-mill swords and battle axes. This stuff looks a little bit more out of the way. Um, A lot of it looking older than, like, a modern weapon would. Oh my god! <laughs> you got any Finally weapon? my dude! <laughs> this is your dude. Oh my god. Uh, I'm gonna so darkly stumble over there too. So, he looks to you and he says, Ah, my metal friend. You look like you could use some ornaments. I like I this. this. Yeah. I love this guy. <laughs> I love this guy. We get down on a knee and propose. No, I'll, uh, I'll say, uh, absolutely and step in the tent. What do you need? Tell me. I will do anything for you. Oh, really, really talking my language here. Do you need armor? Do you need maybe a cape of some sort? Maybe a big stick to hit things with. You look like you could hit things very well. <laughs> I, uh, I do like to hit things. Yeah, you. I tell you, I have rings of protection. I have rings for falling. I have maces that smite. I have weapons that deal more, do more. So tell me, what is it that you're interested in, my friend? All if you have the coin, of course. Jeez, well, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll get to that. I got 92 that I can spare you. We'll, we'll figure that out when we uh, find something I like. But uh... Well, let me help you then. Tell me, do you like to hit things with force or do you like to cut things? Hmm? We must start with the basics. You know, I need to know you, my friend. I wouldn't go blunt objects. I need something that you slice. If you like the blunt, I have a blade of bludgeoning, he says. As he stands, he walks over to a longsword, um, which has blunt ends. He says, yeah, this is very like a sword. You fight like a sword, but more like a mace. You know, you break the bones, not cut them. So it's just a longsword that deals budgeoning damage instead of slashing. Just an, an odd piece of equipment. Okay, yes. Yeah. It's kind of sick. <laughs> I guess let's, let's talk more slash then. Slashing damage, slashing damage. Yes, I do have a sword here, short sword. It does plus two to your damage, you know. So 1d6 plus two damage, you know. Very fine make, very old. Is this the best stuff this guy's got? Is this guy giving me the cream of the crop here? (laughs) But I tell you what, you're a big man. You're a strong man. You don't want dinky little swords, no. You want something better. I introduce you to the Spark Club, he says, as he grabs, grabs a very large, uh, what looks to be uh, you know, metal at the, at the hilt. It seems to have wood interworked with it before there's a very large clubbed end, and there looks like there's veins of like light blue in there. He says, the Spark Club, it's a great club. It does 1d8 bludgeoning, but when you hit Kaboom, there is spark of lightning of the gods hits your enemies. Three D ten lightning damage, oh. Oh. straight to the dome. <laughs> straight to the dome. <laughs> yeah, that's that's more what I'm looking for. Yes, yes, the spark, spark club. Mm-hmm. Yes, she is one of my favorites. One of my favorites. Yeah, I do not have the strength to wield it, but for someone who could, hmm, you would be feared through all the kingdoms. 
I will definitely give you 92 gold to, to help out the cost. <laughs> what does what one of those run, run you for? Well, that depends. That depends. How much coin do you have? What do you have to trade? I've got a gnome that potentially breathes fire. Mm. <laughs> you don't trade me? We don't trade in people here. No. Though the gnome does seem very interesting. Actually, you know what? Trade me. I, trade. I like these people. <laughs> oh, I want to stay. Plot twist. We lose uh, Dabbledop. <laughs> these are my people. Um, okay, before we talk cost, you, you seem to have, have eyed me up pretty well. Is there anything else that you think might pique my interest? Yeah, it depends. You carry a shield now. Do you like to carry a shield? I mean, the great club is a a two-handed weapon, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, someone as strong as you, maybe you could wield one, but most people wield in two. Do you like shields normally? I do have some shields. They're very pricey, though. Mm. Other than that, I have a mace, one-handed mace of smiting. The mace does much more damage to the constructs, the armors, and the flying rugs, and all that. Other than that, I do have a very nice set of armor, he says, as he points to a mannequin, which is uh, housing an adamantine armor set. This set is reinforced with adamantine, one of the hardest substances in existence. While you're wearing it, any critical hit against you becomes a normal hit. Oh. Mm. Okay, oh, that is very, uh, well, very interesting. Other than that, my other things, they are small, you know, <laughs> like the ring of feather falling, ring of protection, grants AC and all that, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I think, uh, I think the best thing for me right now is probably a weapon that hits harder. The spark club, my friend, is the best weapon I have. I'm, I'm really liking that one. Yes. Okay. The spark club, she has five charges. You know, she has five charges in her, so your first five hits, they deal much damage, you know. The thing is, though, that you have to know about the Spark Club, she has to be recharged, you know. She does not have infinite amount of charges, you know. So you stand in Lightning Storm, Lightning Storm hits the club, boom, she's charged. Or you can use a Spellcaster to charge the club, you know. You gotta get some Lightning. Do you have Lightning? (laughs) I have shocking grasp. <laughs> not, not enough. It means like an actual like lightning spell. Yeah, no, you gotta pick something like that up. I can still get called lightning. We'll work on it. Anyways, I love stating lightning from storms. Anyway, it's the only thing that tickles this thing these days, you know. Okay. <laughs> awesome. So cost. The cost, yes, yes. This weapon is very good. You know, it's a very interesting weapon. I would, I would part with it for two thousand. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, like so, I said, I got 92, so you just need to come up with 19. Yeah, I, mean, I, I found that little uh, box of... A little jewelry box or whatever it was mm-hmm. back in one of those shacks we searched. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to pull that out, which in it contains an amber, a jade, and a black pearl. Mm. Uh, looking at the contents, he looks over the amount of gold you have and the gems, and he says, You are a little short, my friend, but I tell you what. It is not every day I meet a metal man. I will do you this honor, trading what you have here for my spark club, even though it is a detriment to me. You gotta suck his dick, man. <laughs> Dropped my knees. <laughs> okay, so he holds his hands out for the chest. Yeah, I'll, I'll hand it to him. Okay, he clasps it and places it under a blanket. Grabbing the spark club, he hands it to you in two hands and he says... Best of luck, my friend, on your future adventures. Thank you very much. Done me a great service. 
So he bows and he says, If ever there is anything else, you can find us along the trade road. Listen for our music. God, I want I want to become one of them. Fuck this adventure. What? <laughs> one day, Dabble Dub. When we retire, we retire with the clan. Yeah, we do, baby. Okay. Um, I want to go in that tent. Okay, you head over. You oh, still got uh, the mug in hand, and you, you come in just to witness the handing over of the Spark Club. Let's say... My jaw drops. Let's say I'll, I'll, I'll make you proud of it, and uh, I'll head out. You head out, and Dabble Dub, uh, swaying a little bit from the drinking of the very clear liquid, yeah. you head over and you meet the dark-skinned man. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to ask him for staffs, wands, rings, magical shit. I do have some rings in my possession. Yes. Uh, I have a ring of feather falling and the ring of protection. The ring of feather falling means that no matter what height you fall from, you don't you don't hit the ground hard, you know what I mean? The ring of protection improves your AC. Both are very expensive though, very pricey rings. That sucks. Do you have any wands or staffs? My friend, unfortunately I do not, you know. I I had I have one magical item that might interest you, though the price is exorbitant. He'll suck you off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ask him what a quick yeah, little BJ goes. <laughs> quick goes. little BJ goes. Dude, He's, I am willing to suck, suck dick. him off like seven <laughs> times in the hour. Is that a bonus? You know, like a double multiplier or something? You know? I'm willing to suck yeah. dick to hear what he Let's start rolling. Let's roll this. <laughs> this is the cape of the Montebank, he says. It's a red cape with gold lining around the hood and at the chest. He says, the cape smells like brimstone, but don't let that turn you off, my friend. While wearing it, you can cast Dimension Door as an action, once per day. When you disappear, you leave behind a cloud of smoke. You appear in a similar cloud of smoke at your destination. It lightly obscures the place that you left and the place that you go to. Wow. God, I'm sucking dick tonight, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, do you have 8,000 on you now? (laughs) <laughs> I have not that well, you know, Warforge. it is unfortunate <laughs> my friend but I cannot do it for less you know it is my most expensive item boys how much gold do you have there's no sleeping they're probably pissed not 8,000 120 yeah we don't even have a thousand there, there are things out of your reach for sure the spark club you were close enough on it. Sell him a dragon head. <laughs> <laughs> I would bring you one dragon head slightly aggressive. <laughs> we got three. We can, uh, we can... I know this is a lot to ask. Can I take a loan? Unfortunately, my friend, I do not do loans. In my business, you never know when you're going to see someone's face again, if ever. You know what I mean. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Just um, grab it, make a dimension door, about... and then peace out. <laughs> Uh, I probably have to have to uh, tune to it. Correct. Not to tune to mine. No. Oh. Well, it's it's been a good day. I got fire breath. I got hardcore booze and hardcore herbs and mellow herbs and. Okay. So, I'll, so I'll, what would you guys like to do? I'll say uh, I will be back for that. And I look forward to it. Me not too. as much as we do, buddy. Yeah, I like these. People. I really like. Them. <laughs> okay. So you guys are heading back to the camp. Uh, take a quick dander at the rest of the circle. What, yeah, what else is there? I'm just not quickly quite passing by. Foods and drinks, mm-hmm. as well as trinkets. To find trinkets, just like little keepsakes? Yeah, trinkets are more just like interesting objects that are like knickknacks, but in the magical sense. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a look. What? Uh, how long has this experience been? Because you said it was midnight when I heard the music. Right? Yeah, it's about an hour. So there's still time before the sun comes up. Uh, I will. Being be, being a good dude, I'll, I'll, run, I'll run back to camp to wait the the others to see if they want something. So I'll just stay here because I probably yeah, can't yeah, find my way home right now. Yeah, you just so, Gregory, here. you head back to the group. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll run back. Yeah, nice. Keep and what would you like to do? Wake them up. Okay, so you wake up the group. Oh my god, boys, there's like this fairy camp and it's so great and it's awesome and I love it. <laughs> and uh, screw you, Tyson. Uh, you can keep that, that axe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, just, no, I'll just so, shake them away. Uh, okay, I was going to say, because this is the most you guys have ever heard Gregory say. <laughs> Super excited. I, you guys are more than welcome to follow Gregory to this encampment if you so choose. I follow him. You're going to stay because I got a three-headed drake. <laughs> we could just take hey, the drake to you? kill them all. No. No. <laughs> oh, I like that idea. I will Dude. Fight. I will fight for these people. I these, love these people. These people are awesome. But, I love these people, don't get me wrong. But imagine. But there's a lot of cool shit. <laughs> we can fucking take it all, we gladly will. So, everyone but Fievel, is what I'm hearing, is following Gregory to the encampment. I didn't yes. say that. Okay, Tyson, what would you like to do? Not follow them. Okay. Go back to bed. Right. So, <laughs> uh, Rogar, you're following Gregory to the encampment, I guess. So, uh, marching oh, through the woods right? for about 15 minutes. Oh my God, my God, Rogar, my God. you come across... The same camp that I have described to your companions. They're gone. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They are not. They are. They are still very much there. Rogar, was there anything that you would like to do anywhere that you would like to go based on what I've described to Dabbledob and Gregory? Weapons. Okay. So you head over to the tent with the dark-skinned man. Just as you approach, Dabbledob is stumbling away. So you see your little gnome friend on his way to what looks like the trinket cart. As you approach, our friend at the weapons tent says welcome my friend what can i do for you looking for a new weapon ah yes a new weapon and tell me what is it that interests you you any uh, fancy spears 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 he seems to like run his hand along the weapons on his racks and he grabs a spear from the rack he says this one here is a plus one spear my friend Plus one to damage, plus one to hits as well. Mm. How much for it? For you, my friend, I would sell it for 500. <laughs> <laughs> he sees the look on your face and he goes, Unless, of course, you have something to trade. Oh, boy. Got a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the scroll that the Knights of the New Moon gave you? <laughs> <laughs> Bad dude. No, I'm kidding. Ask him if he's got anything in like price range of a hundred gold pieces. You want a warhorse? So he Whoa. looks to me and says, "A hundred is a little light for my wares." <laughs> Did you need any uh, favors done around camp? I could help help you out. Hmm, favors. I tell you what, my friend. I have something I need delivered, which is of a sensitive nature. Turn up your baby. <laughs> I need you to steal two infant children. <laughs> no, this vial, he says, as he produces from his, his wrist, like from his, uh, his sleeve, he produces a small, clear liquid vial. Needs to find its way to a shop in Malvista. Oh. If you do this for me, and you pay me the hundred gold, 
You can have your choice. The adamantine armor or the spear. Uh, oh. I asked him what's in the vial, though. That is not for you to know. Uh-oh. However, if it does not reach its destination with the pact that we make, you will suffer very greatly. How so? <laughs> we will shake on it in the old ways, using the old magic. If you do not do as I say, and you take my payment, you will end up worse than when I found you. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I don't know what's in the vial, though. Do it. Liquid. Be a pussy. Yeah, but then you could be like infection. You can infect the whole town I'm going to. It's fine, it's not our mind. town. Look, you, you, killed, you killed two babies already. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> stop. Yeah. What's well, 1,800 more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this D could be bad. It could F up my rep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll deliver it for you. Uh, uh, no, I'll say, I'll say, I'll, I'll do the favor for the armor. You just give me the vial. I'll okay, deliver it. Okay, so. So the man, man looks to Gregory the Warforged and he says, I have one taker. Tell me, my dragonborn friend, what is the worst thing that could happen? Kill everyone in the city. Do I seem like the kind of man that would kill the innocent? Yeah, that's racist. No. <laughs> then I ask him, like, why won't you tell me what's in the vial? If it's so important. Because it is not for your ears, my dragonborn friend. If you knew what it was, the temptation might be too great for you to give it up. And I wouldn't want to see you left worse Drink than it. when I found it. I'll tell you, it's dragon semen. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even question Wolfhelm when he gave you a scroll. That could kill people. Yeah, what if it's It's a... for the other brothers. <laughs> yeah, what if it's a scroll of banishment and it <laughs> destroys the whole city? Yeah. Then let it be. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> take it. Okay, take it. I'll okay. take it. Fuck it. Late. Alright, so you take the vial, <laughs> and he says, Find the dwarf in the magic shop, lower side, Malvista. When you arrive, tell him Anasi sent you. Sorry, who? Anasi? Anasi. Anasi. A N A S I. Can I get the dwarf's name? My friend's name you can learn for yourself. But I tell you this. He is an interesting fellow. <laughs> but maybe we all are. Shut up. You're scaring me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll do the deed and give me that armor, boy. <laughs> okay. So you can take your armor off. And you now have the adamantine armor. It is heavy armor with an AC of, of 18. Suit reinforced with adamantine, one of the hardest substances in existence. While you're wearing it, any critical hit against you becomes a normal hit. And you'll have to hand over your 100 gold pieces as well. Take it. <laughs> okay. I'm homeless now. Zero gold. Alrighty. <laughs> you are homeless before. <laughs> Alright, so are you guys heading back to your camp? <clears throat> uh, the trinkets. So what we are going to do then, ladies and gentlemen, now is a perfect time for us to, I think, end off. For the session, we're going to pick up next time with Dabbledob and Trinkets and with Gregory and Rogar Ragnak heading back to camp. In the meantime, though, I'd like to hand Gregory, Dabbledob, and Rogar Ragnak each a thousand experience points for trading wow. with the Roma camp. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to us here at the Dicey D20. It has been an absolute blast bringing you guys this latest episode. Be sure to check us out iTunes, Podbean, check out our store on Podbean as well. Uh, we're going to have a Twitter poll popping up for the name of Fievel's two extra heads 
on Chopper. Okay, so be sure to check that out and check us out next time on the Dicey D20. So whether it was morning, evening, noon, or night, big thanks from us all here. This is your DM signing out. How funny would it be if we all stopped Brogar from delivering that file? Did <laughs> <laughs> I even shake well, I mean, it's only, it's only Greg that knows about it. We are going to pick up next time, Rogar, so you'll definitely be shaking his hand next time. <laughs> Just going to book it out. <laughs> <laughs> no blood deals. <laughs>